You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks so much for staying with us on Real Presence Live this morning. But before we head into our new next segment, uh, we just want to invite you to visit our website at realpresenceradio.com for even more great content. Uh, There you can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of our daily shows, and you can also submit a prayer intention and more. Uh, Be sure to check it out at realpresenceradio.com. Well, my name is Paul Braun. I'm the uh, Director of Communications for the Diocese of Fargo and uh, with Janine Bitson, your host today. Um, it's my pleasure to welcome the, uh, the wonderful shepherd who I work for, uh, Bishop John Folda of the Diocese of Fargo. Good morning, Bishop. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you. Good to be with you. We're so grateful that you've joined us, Your Excellency. Um, we just are, are just so thrilled to have you on to share share your thoughts about what a day like today means. You know, this golf tournament that's supporting the seminarians and youth ministry in the Diocese of Fargo. Well, it's a wonderful event. You know, the, the causes that we're supporting today are as good as they get. I just had mass and brunch with our seminarians, and a bunch of them are headed down towards the course to golf today. Um, they're just such great young men, and they literally are the future priests, the future shepherds of our diocese and our parishes and, and our people. So everything we can do to support them in their discernment and in their formation for the priesthood uh, is a great, great blessing. I know they, they're very aware and very appreciative of, of the support that they get. And just to have so many teams of golfers out there today who are uh, participating and supporting this work is, is a, a real joy to me. And then the other side, of course, is the youth activities that we have in our diocese. You know, they too are uh, just the precious future of the church, and or as, as, Saint, or as Pope Francis says, they're the now of the church, because they're already living the faith and uh, growing in that faith, and they have their own contribution to make to the life of the faith, the life of the church. So what we're doing out there today is, is really to support the handing on of that gift of faith, and that's a, that's a special gift, special blessing. Well, Bishop, the spiritual support is very important, but uh, trust me, the financial support is important too, isn't it? It's not cheap to send a seminarian through the uh, seminary, is it? No, it's not, Paul. That's very true. <clears throat> the, uh, the annual cost for our seminarians is, is into the hundreds of thousands of dollars for the whole group of them, and it's one of our biggest expenditures, to tell you the truth, in the diocesan budget. But it's, it's worth every penny that we spend, I have to say. Um, you know, these guys are, are getting excellent formation. And it's a, you know, it's a long formation. It's anywhere from six to eight years, uh, depending on when they start in their, in their uh, academic career and how far they have to go to get through. And so, yeah, it's, it's a costly uh, undertake to um, educate and form these guys for priesthood. But again, you know, this is preparing them for a lifetime of service as pastors, as priests in our diocese. So uh, that's, you know, it's, a, it's expensive, but it's, it's, again, worth every penny, and it's, it's a 
cost-effective because they give so much, you know. You can't really put a dollar amount on what our priests do for uh, the faithful and for the church and their parishes. So it's a, it's a very beautiful blessing. And and we have been so blessed in the Diocese of Fargo. We have uh, three gentlemen being ordained this next weekend, and, and what a blessing, what a gift that has been. Uh, you know, the, the the fruits of the seminarian education are, are, are um, just being blessed on our diocese again, and how important it is to support this kind of event financially. And if you can't be out golfing, for any of our listeners, whether you're in the Fargo Diocese or in another diocese in our listening area, to, to be able to call your um, diocesan office and find out how you can support, you know, the seminarian uh, ministries that go on. That's exactly right. You know, I think that there's so many different ways that people can do this, both materially but also spiritually. You know, I, I, I'm sure that all of you have seen the, the little poster that goes up in your parishes and that we send out to the individual homes with the pictures of all the seminarians. It's just a good reminder to pray for them. It's a, a good way for us to kind of get familiar with their faces and eventually we'll know them more personally as they interact with us in our parishes, too. But everybody has a way that they can support these guys uh, in their formation, and that's, that's uh, something we can all do and really something we all should do. Absolutely. Well, now, Bishop, this year has been a little different, uh, uh, especially after March. Uh, you Maybe you've gotten to know some of the ser- seminarians a little better, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, a, a number of our men came back from the seminary in March, and finished out their school year um, here in Fargo because seminaries were forced to close down their operations during the COVID uh, shutdown and weren't able to go back. So, yeah, I had I had a couple of them living here at, the, at my residence. There were some that lived at the cathedral, and we spent quite a bit of time together, which was nice. You know, they were doing their studies remotely uh, and celebrated masses here on the block with us and uh, just kind of shared in our life. So that was that was nice. It was great. It's nice to have them here. And, and, you know, I guess just to add on that, uh, how is our diocese working to strengthen our youth and seminarians to face the challenges of the world today? I mean, you know, we have this current pandemic and I'm sure ministry is looking different uh, depending on the certain state and federal guidelines that they have. Um, how, how are you, as the leader of our diocese, working with our youth and seminarians, not just to face the current ones, but future challenges of our world? Well, you know, it, it's just a, another challenge that we face as we've faced so many challenges over the centuries. You know, the church has been around a long time. And this is something that we haven't experienced in our lifetimes, but it's happened before. You know, a lot of people have spoken about the pandemic of 1918, the Spanish flu, and so we've been around this block before, and I think it helps to remind our faithful, certainly it helps to remind our seminarians and our young people that no matter what comes, you know, the faith is still the same, and we still have the same ministry and mission of passing along that faith and living it out in the world. And so I think that's something that we just have to keep communicating and 
yes, we do have to make adjustments, and yes, the seminaries and the schools and the religious ed programs are going to have to make adjustments in how they operate. But, you know, we, we still have to keep going. We have to learn to um, live and and keep up the mission of the Church. And even though we had to shut down for some weeks in the spring and uh, suspend public Masses, the Church was still operating, and we were still sharing the sacraments with the people. And I think that it's good for our young people and our seminarians to know that no matter what comes along, uh, the Church endures, and Christ's presence is still with us through the Church, and, you know, the mission that he has given to the Church doesn't get set aside. It keeps going. And I think just keeping that before their eyes and also continuing, especially with our young people, continuing to form them in the faith, you know, share the gift of faith with them to prepare them for the challenges that they'll someday face in their own lives. Um, that doesn't stop. That, that, that keeps going. And it's just, maybe you could even say it's, it's more important than ever before because of the challenges we're facing. Interesting that you mentioned that, Bishop, because uh, we have a school year starting pretty soon. It's going to be under some pretty amazing conditions. Uh, what message would you share with uh, maybe some of the kids that are listening right now and uh, their parents as these kids are about to, to start school? Is there any particular message you want to share with them? Well, I think the thing we would say is that we're looking forward to getting our, our kids back in school, but we want to do that in a way that's completely safe. We want to do that in a way that minimizes risk. And so there, there again, you know, we're going to take some different measures, some precautions, and it might require a little bit of a adjustment and maybe the, <laughs> the, the requirements will be challenging for a while. But the important thing is to continue the work that the Church does, and that, that is to hand on the faith and to educate our kids. And uh, so we're really looking forward to having the students back in school when that time comes, and we're going to do our, our very best to do it in a way that's safe and that keeps everybody well. And certainly we're praying for that intention as well. And we had our uh, new uh, uh, director of youth and young adult ministry, Brady, on earlier today. Uh, he's got right. a big job ahead, job ahead of him as well with all these uh, things that uh, have to be followed as far as getting together and so forth. Yeah, Brady is starting the job in a very interesting time with a lot of challenges, but he'll do fine. He's got experience and he's got great ideas on, on how to work with our kids, our young people. So he'll, he'll do fine. Well, we are so grateful that uh, you've joined us this morning, Your Excellency, and, and just your reflections and your thoughts and, and your support, uh, your leadership. I, I could go on and on. We are just so grateful in the Diocese of Fargo uh, for well, everything that you do. Well, your, your humble, beautiful leadership is, is just such a, a wonderful example for us all. And uh, we thank you for everything you do. And, uh, and especially thank you for joining us this morning. Well, it's good to be with you. Thank you for the invitation. And uh, uh, it's just always nice to get out to the air, on the airwaves and, and talk to your listeners. So thanks for the invitation. Well, thank you, Bishop. You have a wonderful day today. Well, um, well now we're going to head back to our technical director and, and get a preview of our next show, Paul. What's yep. coming up? Yeah, on the next Real Presence Live Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosts Father Tim Smith and Heather Carroll will be coming to you live from Holy Cross Church in Ipswich. 
We'll visit with Father Brian Welter from the Institute for Priestly Formation about equipping the church with spiritual directors. And Father Stephen Jones will be with us to share his experiences as a retreat director. Then it's a new show to begin on Thursday. Learn more as we visit with Kristalina Evert. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Well, thank you so much, Therese. Sounds like a great show coming up as well. And uh, again, we're just so grateful, so, so grateful to all of our listeners throughout our listening area that have joined us this morning on this beautiful day. So we talked about a lot of things today. We um, we we talked we talked about a, a that wonderful tournament and events going on down in Sioux Falls, uh, and we've uh, talked a lot about youth and 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 seminarian uh, support. Uh, it's just been really terrific to have some of the people that we had today that uh, shared their insights uh, with that, and um, and especially enjoyed our conversation we had, Janine, about. Uh, what we may need to do to keep our youth in, 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 engaged and, and, and to bring the faith to them. And what a powerful weapon we have in our youth programs, in our Catholic schools, but also here at Real Presence Radio. Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, we just, we all need to just dig down deep in our prayer and, and discern what it is God is calling us to do as individuals, you know, with with the darkness in the world. And we alluded a, a little bit of, you know, some of the things that we're engaging as a Catholic church right now, uh, uh, feeling. But we all have a role in the solution. We all have a role. And knowing that God is constant, nothing changes with him. That's right. Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us today on the Real Presence Radio Network. We had a wonderful day. Let's hope for a great golf tournament here in Fargo. I'm Paul Braun. And Janine Bitson, and we're just so grateful. Have a wonderful day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.